0: The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch, and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunts.
1: Yoo-hoo! May I come in? Oh, hi, Eleanor. Of course. My goodness, so bright and early in the morning. Well... What is all this about you people finding a bird's nest in your new house? Oh, is that a headache? We have been going crazy. A goldfinch built a nest with five eggs right in a vital spot in the house where the workmen were supposed to put in the stairway? And they're all bird lovers, including Mr. Dibble, our general contractor. You can imagine my husband when he found out they did not want to move the nest so they could keep on working. Oh. Oh, you can't move the nest, can you? The mother bird might not find it again. I know, Elner, and the man from the Humane Society said... Oh, well, we finally called them to see if they knew how to move a nest properly, and it turned out he was even more appalled at the thought of moving it, but it'll take 21 days for those eggs to hatch. 21? Mm. Uh Uh-huh, that's about right, yes. Well, 21 days is quite a delay in building a house, Elner. They all think we're just horrible to even suggest moving the nest. The workmen are all upset. (laughs) I never knew so many people were bird lovers. Well, I adore birds, don't you? Well, yes. Look, we both feel terrible about it, Eleanor. but we cannot afford to delay building our house 21 days. When you think of that poor little bird. Oh, now, look, Eleanor, please, don't you start in. My goodness, we've talked about this half the night, and we finally decided to move the nest no matter what. Oh. Please, please, Eleanor. Oh, by the way, how did you know about it? It's in the paper this morning. In in the paper? That's the reason I came over. I wanted to talk to you and hear your side of it, and I must say that I... Oh hello!
2: Oh hi, hello, good morning, Eleanor. It's in
1: the paper this morning. What'd you do with the morning paper?
2: Huh? Why? What's in the paper?
1: Where is it? About the bird building her nest in our house. Yes, and what? I must say I certainly agree with the Humane Society. They must have put it in the paper hoping to get supporters because they said who was building the house. They gave your name and address and everything. Supporters
2: for what? In the paper. Yes. What? Where
1: what do you get the phone oh. while I find the paper, will you? After all, it is unusual for even a goldfinch to build a nest in August. Yeah, but
0: look,
2: look, we are having the nest moved, and I don't want to hear any more about it. Does not matter? Hello. Yes? What? What was that? Who is it, dear? Hello, hello. What?
1: What
2: is it? I don't know. Some hysterical woman shouting, Don't you dare move that poor little bird's nest, you monster.
1: Oh paper, for heaven's sakes, and see what it says.
0: Suspense. Yours truly, Johnny Dollar. FBI in Peace and War. Indictment and Gunsmoke. All of these exciting dramatic shows come to you Sunday after Sunday on CBS radio. And every one of them is a winner. If you like stories packed with action make a beeline for CBS Radio's Sunday lineup of dramatic shows. Tense psychological dramas are always waiting for you on suspense. Yours truly, Johnny Dollar, flirts with danger, and sometimes with dangerous women, too, to get to the bottom of insurance fraud cases. CBS Radio's FBI and Peace and War takes you along on a manhunt every Sunday, and indictment tells a realistic story of the law in action, too. Later, Gunsmoke takes you to the frontier for adult Western adventure. For a change of pace from your own routine, join us on most of these same stations every Sunday as CBS Radio raises the curtain on suspense. Yours truly, Johnny Dollar. FBI and peace and war, indictment and gun smoke. Three solid hours of action.
1: Dear, another telegram.
2: Oh, you open it, will you? I'm fed up with the whole thing. Why would they put that in the paper? Well,
1: as said, so they'd get supporters, I suppose. What did you say to Mr. Dibble on the phone?
2: I couldn't get him. Look, I gotta get to work. I'm late again. Now,
1: if he calls, what'll I tell him? Go ahead with moving the nest? Yes, certainly.
2: I... Look, I'm not gonna be intimidated by any bird lovers.
1: Well, this telegram says, if you move that nest before the eggs hatch, you'll be the meanest man in town. Oh. Signed by Hiking Club, Group 4.
2: You know, they all act as, though I didn't even like birds myself. Even that item in the paper sounds that way. Listen, listen to this, will you? The owner is seriously contemplating the removal of this nest, feeling that the completion of his house is more
1: important. Oh, I know. That's a funny way to put it, yeah. isn't it? Look, really? no,
2: th- th- no wonder everybody saw at me. That item in the paper makes me sound like some sort of calculating, vicious beast who thinks nothing of disturbing a bird's nest. Look, I don't want to do it. I just can't afford not to. I
1: know, dear, but it's true. When I think of that little mother bird looking for her eggs in her nest thinking of her baby. Now, look, know? don't
2: you start it. I, I have had enough of Eleanor this morning. You were
1: rather rude to her, Yeah, well, I she
2: told me what she thought of me in no uncertain terms.
1: Well, she loves birds. <laughs> I love
2: birds, see? But I don't care if it's, a, if it's a whooping crane sitting out there. I cannot afford to wait 21 days until those eggs hatch.
1: Mm, well, I guess if it was a whooping crane sitting out there, we'd have to wait. People would be excited about that all over the country. Nah. There's only about 19 or 20 of them left, isn't there? I don't know. Yes, I think so.
2: Well, I don't care.
1: Well, I think that's your trouble, dear. Huh? I think people are feeling you don't care. Look, for heaven's sakes, isn't anybody on my side? Well, I am, darling.
2: Oh, no, you're not. All anybody's got to do is mention that that mother bird flying around looking for the eggs with her unborn babies, and right away your eyes fill up with tears, well, and you you look Well, you me, do and...
1: seem a little callous about it. Callous? <laughs>
2: look, that new house is already costing more, much more than we planned. I, I'm half crazy, wondering where the money's going to come know, from to pay for it. I know, you... I
1: sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know what we should do.
2: Well, it is very simple. I'm going to drive out there on the way to work. I'm going to stop and give orders to have that nest moved, and that's that. Yes,
1: I suppose that... No. Who are those people?
2: Huh? What? Where?
1: All those people coming up the front walk.
2: Oh, golly, I don't know, I don't know. Look, I am going out the back way. Don't
1: I'm... you dare, don't you dare. Now, you just wait a minute. Good morning.
3: Good morning. Mrs. Piper? Yes? We represent the Ornithological Society of Dodge County. Birdwatchers.
1: Oh. Oh. Well, well, won't you come in? This is my husband. <laughs>
3: how do you do? I am Edward Llewellyn. This is Miss Plimsoll, our secretary and treasurer. Mrs. Herbert Brindle, Mrs. Richard Wickersham, and Mrs. Carter Quayle. Uh, how how, do, how do? do you do? How I do?
1: do? Won't you come in and sit down?
3: Thank you. I realize it is somewhat early in the morning to be paying a call, but we were most anxious to speak with you. Especially Mr. Piper. Oh, is that so? Yes. May I ask, sir, if you have any feeling for birds? No, 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 oh, no, look he here. does. I, I... He
1: does. He loves birds, and so do I, of course. Well,
3: we are certainly relieved to hear it.
1: My, I should say so. <laughs> you no doubt have
3: gathered why we are calling on you. I saw the item about the bird building her nest in your new house uh, in the paper early this morning about six o'clock i'm an early riser
4: oh <laughs> yeah well i think most of us get up early mr llewellyn
3: oh oh yes of course miss plimsel i, I didn't mean i was the only uh, you see one must be an early riser if one is to see any unusual varieties of birds traffic is inclined to frighten them away
1: oh yes I, I never thought of it that way,
3: uh-huh. Yeah, look, I don't want to rush you, Mr... Uh, Llewellyn. Mr. Llewellyn, but I, I, I do have to get to the office. Yes, I, of course. I'll come right to the point. Yeah. Well, after I read the paper, and of course it was very exciting to read that a goldfinch had built a nest the third week in August. That's
1: very late, you know.
3: Yes, ah, uh, yes, yes Mr. Do.
1: Gilly of the Humane Society told us that he yesterday, us that yes. Yesterday.
3: Oh, yes. Well, this morning I immediately phoned the members of our group and we held an emergency meeting, you might say, and we four appointed ourselves as a delegation to see you, Mr. Piper, at once. Yes. Well, now, the whole point is, Mr. Llewellyn... The whole point is we must all do our best to preserve the bird life in our city. It is difficult enough with the traffic and the noise and confusion... And
4: the new throughway is going to drive all the birds away from the bird sanctuary. It, it, it makes me positively ill to think about it. That is uh, not
3: our problem at the moment, Miss Plimsoll. Uh, well, I just mentioned it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Miss Plimsoll has seen more varieties of birds than anyone else in our county organization.
1: Oh, well, congratulations. Yes. <laughs> oh,
3: thank you. <laughs> Only last week, Miss Plimsoll spotted the Geothallippus trichus brachydactyla.
4: <laughs> oh, well, really? Yes, that's of the family Cosmopropylipidae.
1: Uh huh, well.
3: Sometimes referred to as the northern yellowthroat. Oh, yes. And Miss Plimsoll has even written a little poem which we hope will be accepted in the Ornithological Digest. Very charming, I think. Perhaps you would be interested in hearing it? A poem? Oh, well, now look, I'm. I, I, oh,
1: yes, I, we'd I, love to hear it. <laughs>
4: Thank you. Hello, little wobbler I see on the tree are you playing hide and go seek with me your little brown coat with its yellow vest is peeking out from your vine-covered nest i cannot be sure from the tip of your wing but ah i know you at last by the song you sing full of beauty and color melody and riches choo choo itches choo choo itches itches <laughs>
1: lovely oh very nice (laughs) we're
3: very proud of miss plimsoll's poetry yes
1: my goodness it's certainly just uh, enchanting
3: we understand (laughs) that you were considering the removal of the nest from its present position in your new house mr piper
2: mr llewellyn i appreciate your interest and i am sympathetic i i love birds i want that understood i i don't know them as well as you do but I have nothing against them.
4: Well, that is certainly a most peculiar way to put it. Well, my husband didn't mean it that way Thomas.
2: Now, look, I realize that in moving the nest with its five eggs, that the mother bird will be disturbed and possibly not be able to find the nest again. I understand that. However, I cannot afford the delay 21 days, Mr. Llewellyn, until those eggs hatch. The cost of such a delay in building the house would be exorbitant, even if I had the money to do it, which I haven't. So I am sorry, but I must have the nest
3: moved. I trust that is not your final decision. That is my
2: final decision, yes.
3: Then let me urge you to reconsider. No public-spirited citizen can afford the bad publicity, the damage to your reputation, which I can assure you such an action would bring about. There are thousands of members in our ornithological society, and I can say with utmost confidence that all of them will rise to the defense of this poor homeless mother (laughs) goldfinch.
1: Darling, I really think you ought to go to work.
2: I think I'm losing my mind. I really do. Oh now, dear. How could so many people be so excited about one little bird's nest?
1: I don't know. Maybe it's sort of like mob psychology. It's catching and people love to rise to the defense of things.
2: Yeah, well, I just wish somebody would rise to my defense.
1: Do you think Mr. Llewellyn is right? I mean, all that about bad publicity and damage to your reputation. After all, you are president of the businessmen's club. You have to think of that, dear. What do you think I've
2: been thinking of? But by golly, I don't like being intimidated either. And any way you look at it, I just cannot afford to delay the work on the house. I
1: know, dear. Well, it takes courage to do what you have to do.
2: Well, I've got it. i got the courage. I'm going to call Dibble right now. I'm going to tell him to move that nest and have those men get to work.
1: Oh, daddy, my dear. Daddy, Betsy, we're in here, dear. What's the trouble, huh? What bet you aren't going to kill some little birds? Daddy, are you? Oh. oh, honey. All the kids are saying that my daddy is just awful. Oh, sweetheart, <laughs> come to Mommy. Betsy, you're just. Oh, Daddy, you wouldn't hurt some little birds. No, no, of course, Daddy. No, no, stop crying, darling. Honey, we better give this some more thought. Heaven knows what it might do to Betsy. Oh, there, Daddy, darling. Look, heaven
2: knows worry. what it's going to do to me. There, darling. All right. All right. I won't make any decision yet. Don't worry,
1: darling. worry darling. Daddy won't hurt the little birds. No, oh. sweetie. <laughs>
0: While you're listening to this program, are you by any chance smoking a cigarette, cigar, or pipe? If so, and you're at home or at a friend's house, I know how careful you'll be to use an ashtray so as not to let a single spark or ash fall on the carpet or the sofa. You know how much damage just one live spark can do. But how about when you're out in the country and particularly in or near the woods? From now on... Whenever you're in the woods or passing by on the highway, remember to break all matches in half, crush out all smokes before tossing the butts away, and never leave a campfire until you're certain every spark is extinguished. No one obey the fire laws. Only you can prevent forest fires. ¶¶ The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Francie Myers, Dorothy Duckworth, Stuart Germain, and Helene Dumas and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz inviting you to listen again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door.